Welcome to Help Me Podcast, a show designed to help you launch and grow your podcast. I am your host, Gino, and twice a week, I will release a new episode with different tips and tricks for launching and growing your podcast. From audio engineering to planning intentionally to growth tactics, each episode will be a bite-sized tip to help you podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Help Me Podcast. And today we're going to talk about, does your podcast need a website? So maybe you're starting a new podcast or maybe you have an existing podcast and you're just, you know, you're thinking about starting a website and not sure if it's worth it or if it's something that you want to do or what the reasoning even would be to have a website for your podcast. So First, let's talk about the two different types of podcast websites that you can have. A lot of the hosting sites out there like Transistor and I think even Anchor, a good chunk of them out there offer this sort of like mini website for your podcast. I know I use Transistor and they basically make like this sort of landing page for your podcast to where you have a link and you can send somebody a link and it will bring them to a page that has you know, the name of your podcast, the cover art, and then basically like an embed player that allows you to listen to episodes and pick episodes, and then also sends you to like links to Spotify and Apple Podcasts and that sort of thing. So it's a very simplistic thing and you can't really customize it that much. You can change the colors and, um, you know, things like that, but basically it's Transistor's website and it also has a sub link to Transistor. So on mine, for example, for this podcast. The website is helpmepodcast.transistor.fm. So, you know, it always goes back to Transistor's website. It's not really my website and I don't own any part of it. But the good thing is it's free and, you know, I don't really have to pay it or, you know, maintain it or anything like that. It's a benefit of having Transistor as a host. The next type of website that you could have is like, you know, an an actual website where you pay for the hosting and you buy the domain and you create the website yourself. And this is something that you would own and it's your website and you can customize it any way you'd like. You can do whatever you want to it. And, you know, there's much more flexibility. Keep in mind that you're going to have to be paying for this yearly. So let's talk about some things that you can do with a website if you have one. First off would be you can customize it to any way you'd like. So you can design, you know, your homepage, you can have your cover art, or maybe if you have some other pictures that you use for promoting your podcast, maybe it's pictures of you, or maybe it's pictures of the topic that your podcast is about. You can kind of get creative with the design and, um, you know, make it your own. Another thing that you can do is you can have an about you section to where, you know, you can have like another tab on your website where It talks about maybe a little bit more backstory about you or why you started your podcast or what you're passionate about. And that's the great thing with the website is you can have different tabs, right? I mean, I'm sure everybody's been on a website before and you go up to the top and there's tabs for different pages. You can create a tab for, you know, your episodes. You can have a tab where all the episodes are listed and you have an embed player to allow people a chance to see all your episodes. You can have like a bio tab where... You could talk about yourself and explain more about why you podcast. Um, You can also have a blog section for your podcast, which I think can be really helpful in growing your podcast, where maybe you turn some of your episodes or all of your episodes into blog posts. 
And we actually talked about that in episode 10, how to turn your podcast into a blog post. So I'll link that in the show notes. But um, but yeah, you can have like, you know, your own blog post where you write articles about the topics that you're using for your podcast. This basically helps you be found on the internet through search engines because now you have more text that the Google bots can search and and, and crawl your, your website and, and get people to your blog post. Because the way that Google finds things is through words and through text and, you know, keywords and things like that. It can't search audio. So, you know, if you put an embed player on your website and, you know, you're speaking about all these topics and keywords and things that people would search, none of it's going to come up because it's all audio and Google works based off of text. So by transforming your episodes into a blog post, now you have these words on your website to get people to find your website. But yeah, more about that in episode 10 about turning your podcast into a blog. Something else that you can also do with your website is, you know, it allows a place to send your listeners after listening to your podcast. You know, if you say, you know, hey, for more information, go to, you know, my website at www.whatever.com. Now they have a place to go and explore further outside of your podcast. So if they're looking for more, now you have a place to offer them more. Some other things you can do too is also have like a feedback form, right? So you can have like a tab and say, hey, here's a feedback form. Give me some feedback on the podcast. Let me know what you think. You can also put links to like reviewing your podcast on your website as well. Maybe you have a link on your homepage that says, hey, go rate me here on Spotify. Go rate me here on Apple Podcasts. That's actually a new thing is uh, Spotify. You can actually get ratings on Spotify podcast now, which is something I haven't talked about, but I think it's really cool. And the last thing that I can think of, and not to say this is, you know, the only things you can do with your podcast website, but, you know, just something that I came up with is if you are in a position where you have a podcast and in the future you want to start selling digital products, whether it's an ebook or, you know, courses or maybe a membership program or something like that your podcast website is going to be the place that you can do that. And, you know, just like we talked about the tabs before, now you can have a tab and say, here's products, right? Now I have an ebook about this specific thing that pertains to my sub niche. And then, you know, I have a membership over here and here's the membership page. You can log in and, you know, pay monthly for this sort of membership that we have. You know, there's just a lot more options that you can do with your own website versus a website that a podcast host is going to give you. So now comes the question, should you have a website for your podcast? Well, I think if you are taking your podcast seriously and you know that you're going to continue this podcast and you're doing it for your business or for a passion and you really want to take it seriously, I say, yes, you should have a website for your podcast. If you're unsure if your podcast is going to make it, and I mean, I know that sounds kind of grim, but if, if you're kind of just testing it out to see if you like it and, you know, you're not 100% sold on having a podcast indefinitely, then, you know, maybe wait till that episode seven mark where a lot of people begin to pod fade because at that point, then you can check in and see how you feel about your podcast and see if it's something that you're going to want to continue or maybe it's something that it's not for you because then you can save yourself some money, you know, a podcast website or any website is probably going to cost you a couple hundred bucks a year. The first year might be cheaper because they always try to, you know, give you offers for your first year, but a website is going to cost a couple hundred bucks a year to maintain. So if you're unsure about it, then, you know, maybe wait to that seventh episode to see how you feel at that pod fade marker. 
at episode seven when a lot of people start to fall off and stop producing episodes, see how you feel. And if you still feel strong about it, then maybe at that point, it's a good idea to, to get your podcast website started. Another thing to consider is, do you have the budget for it? Like I just said, it, it you know it's going to cost a couple hundred dollars to maintain a website a year. If you have that budget, you can use it to start your, your website. But if you don't have that budget and you're on a really strict budget, you may be forced to you know, only utilize your free host website. And then the last thing to think about too is like the skills of building a website. It may sound kind of intimidating or scary to people to build a website who have never done it before, but there's a lot of websites out there like Squarespace, Wix, GoDaddy that have their own website builder. And it's basically just drag and drop, right? And I've done it myself with GoDaddy. And, you know, it takes time and and to plan it out and to make it look the way that you want it to and that sort of thing. But if you can surf the internet and, you know, you're pretty decently computer savvy, it's pretty simple to make a website. They're, they're literally all drag and drop. There's templates in there where you can pick a template and you can, you know, search for the things that you want to add to the pages. And there's tons of help out there on YouTube, too, that will help you, you know, work through any issues that you have. If you do have a little bit more of tech experience and you know how to use, you know, WordPress, then I would recommend using that because it's what you know how to do. And WordPress offers even more flexibility and customization than the website builders on like Squarespace or Wix or GoDaddy offer. But, you know, also keep in mind that it's going to take some time to build whichever route you go. It's going to take a little bit of time to get the whole thing together and get it nice the way you like it, get some feedback and then actually publish it out there. So you can decide if having a podcast website is right for you. I think that if you are serious and you want to have a podcast that's going to be long term and you want to keep it growing and and have it work for you and maybe turn it into a business, then a website is definitely going to be something that you will need. And, you know, it kind of reminds me of a story when I first started my business. I remember I was deciding whether to do a sole proprietor or an LLC. A sole proprietor is basically you just like sign up with the state or the I think it might have even been the town saying like, okay, I have this business and, you know, this is the name of the business. And it didn't really I don't think it cost any money or if it did, it was like ten dollars. But it was very cheap and it was very like there really wasn't a lot of risk to do it, right? Like I I wasn't losing anything by starting a sole proprietor business. But with an LLC, you have to pay a fee that's like a couple hundred dollars and might be like a hundred dollars and you have to register with the state and you have to kind of go through this process. And then also every year you have a fee to keep that LLC going. So I remember when I was deciding, people were basically saying, well, you know, are you are you just testing this business out or are you going to take it seriously and you're going to, you know, do whatever it takes to to make sure that it that it works, right? So it's kind of the idea of like, well, even by like purchasing the LLC, it's going to make me take it a little bit more seriously than I would have if I kind of like, you know, just dipped my toes in or just put one foot in the door and like, let me test this business out and see if it's something I like. And then, you know, then I'll see how it is in in a year or so. It's more so like, well, I'm going to make an LLC because I'm going to be a successful business. And I already have that in my mind. I think there's something to be said about, you know, taking yourself seriously and, you know, kind of having some, some stake in the game. And if that's what the expression is, I can't remember if, <laughs> if that makes sense or not. But you know what I mean? Put, putting some uh, putting something up for risk and having something to lose, you know, I think helps motivate you to keep going and to push through the more difficult parts. So I don't know. I hope that that story made sense as far as like, you know, deciding to have a 
website for your podcast. And I hope this episode was helpful in describing the differences between having your own website for your podcast and just a website that's through your podcast host. Um, So thanks for listening and I will catch you on another episode. We've reached the end of the episode. And if you enjoyed this podcast or you got something from it, you might be interested in my weekly newsletter that I send out every Monday morning full of podcasting tips, tricks, and news. So if you like this show, you might like this newsletter. To sign up, just go to the show notes and click the link. Thanks for listening and happy podcasting.